This is Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question comes from (laughs) Anonymous. They did not give us their name. Here's our question. What are your thoughts on aliens, like the extraterrestrial UFO ones, being brought up as a real thing in Congress? What does this mean for the Bible? If aliens are real, are they the ones that bring on the end of the world? Dr. E. What I, had do you so think? Many, I had so many thoughts when I read this question. I went, well, ostensibly, Congress is a group of aliens. Wow. Be kind. I'm, you have some friends. You have friends. I, I'm, it's a joke, Hannah. Come on. We have to have sense of humor, even though the culture's gone mad. Okay, this is a fascinating topic for everybody, right? We love talking yeah. about this. We have friends that really believe there's life on other planets and yeah. so forth and so on. So let's just. Take it one at a time. Number one, nothing in scripture indicates there are any kind of life forms on any other planets, alien or otherwise. There are some Bible students and scholars that will align this with satanic activity. And that sounds like a leap, but I think there's some merit to that. Mm. Um, Dr. Norman Geisler, who, brilliant apologist, Taught at Dallas for a while, started Southern Seminary. He's with the Lord now, but a, a brilliant, kind man. We used to run into each other at Tel Dan at Israel every year. But anyway, he believed it was satanic. And he actually testified in the Scopes 2 trial. And that's what, you know, six and a half hours of testimony. And that was the headline of the news seminary professor believes in aliens. But anyway, all that's a. Now, here's the intriguing part. They're talking about biologics, and they're talking about materials. Okay. So we think about a humanoid or a piece of a spacecraft or a spacecraft. And if we think about Independence Day, your mom loves that film. I don't know why. Because it's Will Smith. And and Jeff, what's his last name? Goldblum, that's true. He's 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 a great actor. But remember they go see Data, who's the crazy scientist, and he's got some other name, and they go into Area 51 for real. And they see all these things. Well, you know, that's there's a lot of people that believe in that. So number one, do we have a first contact? As long as the planet has been here and humanity has been here, I'm a young Earth guy, let's just say 4,000, 6,000 years, do you really think we've never had a first contact in a while? So that's sort of, let's dismiss this. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to my mind, I'm going to go back to Scripture. I was a theistic evolutionist when I came to Christ, and I maintained that position for probably six or seven years. And by the time I got into college and around a good Bible church and started reading about creation, I was a theistic evolutionist. And in fact, our friend, uh, Dr. Bruce Walkie, whom we had on the broadcast, he has ended up as a theistic evolutionist, which is mind-blowing. But let me say a few things. Number one. And real quick time out, theistic evolution is just the idea that God used evolution right. to create the world. Okay. Right. Yeah. So simplistically, to... apes became Cro-Magnon, et cetera, and then they finally became a human. Yeah. But Genesis one twenty six says, then God said, let us make man in our image, according mm-hmm. to our likeness. Mm-hmm. Let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the cattle over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. He blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it 
and rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, we've all heard this phrase, Imago Deo. It's interesting how these things come in and out of popularity, and people use them like they know what it means. It's the Latin rendering of the image of God. What are we saying with this phrase, that when he made Adam, and we've talked about this many times, he made the animals out of the Hebrew word is A-D-M, Adam. Mm Mm-hmm. He breathes life into them, but he made man in his image. So picture Jesus Christ on his hands and knees making a dirt man like a sand man. Mm. And when he's satisfied with it, he breathes life into him. Mm. And he's made literally, spiritually, physically capacity in Jesus Christ's image. So he can have a relationship with Christ. Yeah. He can do what Christ asked him to do, which cultivate and keep the garden as not being a gardener. It was actually a phrase for worship. But all that said, if he made man in his image, and we go to Mars and we find ice, and scientists say, oh, there was water there, so there's life there, that's a big, big leap, even if you're you know, a proficient theistic evolutionist to say that we have no other evidence than an ice crystal remnant on another planet. Scripture does talk about sea monsters mm-hmm. and about the Nephilim. And I think you had to mm-hmm. write a paper on the Nephilim for yep. your seminary Senate classes. Class, yep. For years, we thought they were literal giants. But in the last, I would say, 50 years, which is really contemporary theology, right. uh, people came along and did research in ancient Near Eastern and the, the word etymology, Nephilim, and it probably meant princes who had great power or military or mm. despots sometimes. Mm-hmm. There are people that think they're demonic. There are people that think they were literal yeah. giants. Nothing in the text tells us that. Yeah. And again, if that was true, where are they? It's almost like the fossil feature. The dinosaurs are there. We have fossils to demonstrate it. We got nothing to show an alien or lots of aliens. All right. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, to me, Scripture is very clear that God made us in his image. Jesus Christ is the creator and sustainer of the world, and we're to have a relationship with him. And he offers salvation to the image bearer, not to the animal kingdom, not mm-hmm. to the cats and dogs, so mm-hmm. much as you love them. Uh, whatever your thing is, only to human beings. Mm. So even if fancifully science fiction, Christian science fiction would ostensibly say, oh, there could be life on other planets. Sure. Scripture says nothing of this. Mm. So that's as speculative as saying there's an earth on the other side of the galaxy that's the opposite of us in every way. Mm. Well, makes for good you know, conspiracy theory discussions, but there's nothing in the Bible that talks about other earth forms, other alien beings. Mm-hmm. Man was made in the image of God, and that was a relationship he designed. So it reminds me of you've said this before in different words. So you could say how you'd say it, but kind of the idea of like, let's be clear where scripture is clear. Let's like stake our flags where scripture is clear. And then where scripture's not telling us things, let's not, you know, how, how, what would you say? Yeah, don't ask the Bible to answer questions yeah. it doesn't address. Yeah. We talk about the whole counsel of God, all we need for a life of faith and practice. It doesn't tell me how to fix my lawnmower. Yeah. It doesn't tell me what square footage home I should build. Yeah. So we have to be careful with some of this stuff. The question also asked about the end of the world. And let me just briefly uh, say, from an eschatological standpoint, 
There's nothing in the Bible that talks about aliens coming to destroy us, right. whether it's the War of the Worlds or mm. the terrible movies that have been made on the book, which missed the point of the book, by the way. But all that to say, man is intrigued with these kinds of things. I mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. And you and I have some friends that are very conspiracy theory oriented, and they mm -hmm. love talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the world is outlined very clearly in the Bible Reformed evangelical fundamentals might have different schemes on it. Sure. But at the end of the world, Christ will reign and he will be the sovereign. There's a new heaven and a new earth. Yeah. There's no aliens that have. Why do they always look the same way? That's what I'm right. curious about. I always had this oval thing with these big eyes. E.T. E.T. E. was the. But E.T. was different. You hated E.T. It was scary. <laughs> I feel like most kids were scared of E.T. It was a movie for adults. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, we're at our 10-minute mark. So I if you've so. got a question for Dr. E, call us, text us, email us. The info is in your show notes. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonamorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain. <laughs>